Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to bring you this episode. I am so excited to be recording this episode. I feel like it's been a minute even though it hasn't, because I, your girl over here recently came out of surgery. Uh, it's day 10, uh, post-surgery, and I am driving, and it is all good. I'm allowed to drive. Um, and my, I got my, you know, as you would have maybe heard in my podcast, I got my implants removed after 13 years, and then I got a breast lift, and I really thought it was going to be a small thing, and it was a, it was big. It was bigger than what I thought definitely took me a lot more time to heal and then the following week so that Wednesday I got my breast done the Monday I was feeling really good and the Wednesday was my birthday so I turned 37 I am 37 and I wanted to give you this podcast um, of the lessons that I've learned turning 37 because this last year from 2019 to 2020 was pretty massive for the world and also massive for me and there was a, a lot of things that I learned And you know if you've been listening to the podcast that I love to prove myself wrong. I love to change it up if I learn some new information. Uh, And I would say that this year was the year of Erica learning a lot of new information. And so I wanted to to do this episode with the lessons I've learned at 37. Because as always, I want to be the example. I want to keep it real. I want to show you what it is. I want to show you where I'm at behind the scenes because a lot of people think that it's easy and everything's so simple for me and I'm so confident and whatever and it's fucking bullshit. It's a hot mess for me as well. And so I want to take you through these 10 lessons that I, um, this actually came to me when I was going to bed at night. I could not sleep and this, it, it's, it's just started writing itself in my head. So I was like, okay, I better get my phone. <laughs> so um, I'm feeling better. I'm excited. We're doing live events again here in Australia. Australia is going to be pretty pretty good with lockdown soon. I think we've got a few restrictions, but it's not anywhere near with my what my people in the U.S. are going through. Um, and I think the U.K. is still pretty restricted as well. So we're having our Creating Confidence live event again. Our sisterhood is open. The Melbourne sisterhood is open. You know, we're going to get back to it. And it's about to be a super hectic, busy-ass, crazy time. We're doing our retreat in the Grampians here in Melbourne. And our Bali retreat got pushed to January. So we've just, as soon as I knew that we had some downtime, I was like, let me get my surgery. Because as soon as surgery is finished, we have hit the ground running. It is hectic town up in here. But I'm so happy. Y'all know I love this shit so much. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to do this work. So I hope that you've been well. And I really, before we even get into the episode, want to thank you for leaving me amazing reviews on my website, leaving me amazing reviews on iTunes, for subscribing, for sharing on Instagram. You guys, we hit 540,000 downloads. Like, 
We're at half a million downloads and it hasn't been two years yet. It almost will be two years. And this has only grown because of you, because you share it with your friends and family, because you tag me on Instagram, because you're incredible and you're listening and you're doing the work. And I just, I thank you so, so, so much. So without further ado, let's get into the things I've learned turning 37. So lesson number one, lesson number one is even though you've already changed so much, there's still so much more change to come. And this lesson is really about, you know, last year when we went, we went to Bali and I had a really turbulent relationship with my son who was four and I had smacked him before and I would yell at him and I just didn't know how to deal with my mother anger and, and parenting and I wasn't great at it. And my husband's really good. And I remember coming back from Bali and going, I'm never going to put my hands on my son. I'm going to try really hard not to scream and yell at him. And Bali shifted so much for me, that retreat, <clears throat> even though we were hosting it. It was a retreat for me as well. And I came back and I was a totally different person in regards to my son. And now recently, my anger. So this is all about like my anger. You know, even though I've already changed so much and I'm so much better than I was, there's still more change to come. So my anger has really, really shifted again. You know, I've been, I've been able to communicate so much better and I love communication and I think I'm really good at it, but there's always a level of you getting better at something. And even though you've improved something, there's always something else that you want to fine tune and, and do better at. And so this is really a lesson of, I have changed and I'm so proud of that, but yet there's still so much more to come and that's okay. There's no guilt needed. There's no shame needed. There's no comparison of where I should be. It's just like I've changed a lot and I've done a lot of work and there's still so much more that I have an ability to do. And that's exciting. And really for me, this lesson was about my son Raven and my anger and how I don't even know who I am with him now. It makes me want to cry. I'm so, I'm so amazing and so safe for him. And so, you know, um, I don't get pissed off and I'm, and I just let it go and I'm not turning into a four-year-old myself fighting with him and we've just gotten really close and it's been amazing. It's been really amazing. So that's that lesson. Lesson number two, if you allow yourself to dream big, like scary big, you can achieve the unthinkable. Listen to me, my friends. Okay. Because the girl over here, I always talk about it. If you're new to the podcast, I grew up in the ghetto. I was a Puerto Rican chick who barely graduated high school. Uh, there's no reason for me to be where I am in my business success-wise. Zero reason. There's actually 50 million reasons why I shouldn't be here. Marginalized community, broken home, sexual abuse, all the things. All the things. I didn't even tell y'all about when I dealt drugs. I mean, literally, lots of crazy shit. I should not be here. But yet, I allow myself. Obviously, I worked on my shit a lot. I worked on myself a lot. I made myself and healing my story a priority prior to putting anybody else in front of me. And it's been eight, eight or nine years that I've been on this self-development journey. And I would tell you after the, after the first year of going hardcore, I was totally different. But still, this is, eight, this is eight or nine years now. And I'm still unraveling things about myself, like my anger with my son, like my relationship with my parents. So I'm telling you, investing in you and working on you is everything. And then when you shift your beliefs about yourself and you allow yourself to dream like scary vomit in your mouth, dream big, 
which is what I did last year. Hamish and I, every year we do this end of year, two day ceremony together where we, we, we reflect on the year that was, we talk about what we want. We go through our goals and dreams and experiences and places and people might do a podcast on it. It's actually a really great, great exercise that we do. And when I look back to last year, what I said for what that I wanted, I wanted to double my income in the business. I wanted this, I wanted that. And we have smashed it. COVID was so kind to us because COVID brought uncertainty, which is where I help. So humanity needed this work during COVID and all the things that happened. So we were there to serve. We, I got ready to serve. I served. That's all I did during COVID. That's what I'm doing now still. And so we did really well. And I, I think this lesson for me is you don't think you can do it because you're like, fuck, that's full on. I don't think I can make that. I don't think I can make that money. I don't think I can change that many people's lives. I don't think I can create that thing. But I'm going to go for it because I really want to. And when you allow yourself to dream big like that, like not play small, but fucking huge. And there's a quote which I'm going to butcher right now. But it's like when you shoot for the stars and land on the moon. Oh, my God. I think that's it. Yes, that's a quote. <laughs> and so for me, I think that's been a big lesson. And it's been a big lesson for my husband as well to, to dream, to dream really, really big. Lesson number three, which is attached to number two, by the way, that your words create your world. Your words create your world. And I, for, for me, this lesson is huge this year because I realized, I realized when I was writing these thoughts at midnight <clears throat> on my phone, I realized that I don't say if. I do not say if. And when my clients say if, I correct them. When my husband says if, I correct him. You know, if this happens, you know, what I would love is, no, 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 when. You know, if, if my podcast, when. If I make this money or get this job, when, when, when. When I get this. And I'm telling you, you think it's nothing. But if you yourself, the dreamer of the dream... You yourself, the dreamer who's dreaming, your own fucking dream, are saying if you yourself, you still have to overcome everything. So you're going to go in to this pipe dream subconsciously not believing that you can access this. You don't believe it when you say if. When you fucking speak it like it's done already and then you get to working on it, by the way, not just not just manifesting it with your mind and affirmations and shit when you actually go no 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 when the podcast has a million downloads when my book goes to Oprah's couch when this happens blah 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 and then you say it as a matter of fact you start to work you start to work it and so I think that's been a big lesson for me this year I didn't realize it until I started writing this that I never say if I just don't say if and if I say it I catch myself I've trained myself to catch myself and I say, when I do this, and people go, okay, like I'm doing this shit. So your words create your world. Lesson number four, that it is okay to have everything you want. Oh, this makes me want to cry. I'm going to read that again. That it is okay to have everything you want. And that an amazing life doesn't mean that it's all boring. And that you're boring. And that you're perfect. And that everything that's going well for you, that's good news. If everything's going well, it's okay. If you feel beautiful and amazing and great and like you're on cloud nine and like your life is fake, that's great. 
I wrote this one specially for me because I had such a fucked up past, so turbulent. And the life I'm living now would have been something I would have probably dreamt about or thought was like a, a, a dream. There's no way that if you would have said to me, I would have a husband who loves me, who doesn't cheat on me, who's not verbally abusive, who's not addicted to drugs or, or alcohol, who's incredible and is beautiful, like gorgeous man and is an amazing father. And I've got two healthy kids and I live in a nice country with no guns first world country that opportunities the limit and I can make money in my business and help people and change people's lives and the more people I help the more money I could make the more impact the more money and that I could have financial freedom and that I could help others do the same like what the fuck like what what is this fairy tale you're talking about and don't get me wrong we still have hard times but it is nowhere near the life I lived it's almost like I didn't even live that life but because I lived that fucked up life is why I could create this. And it was like, that was my initiation. And it's so crazy because for a long time, I just thought it's not okay to have a great life and everything be working out for me. Something bad needs to happen. So I don't know about you. I don't know about you. If you've ever said to yourself, everything's going so well, I wonder what will happen now. I wonder what bad things going to happen. But if that is you, and if you do say that, maybe I invite you to consider that nothing bad will happen and that this is how it is and that you did something to deserve this amazing life that you've created and that you don't need to look for the bad things to happen to sabotage you and you don't need to feel bad for living a great life that you created for yourself. And that was a big one for me. Lesson number four, uppercut. All right, lesson number five. Every time you are about to move or jump to a new level or a next level of yourself, you are definitely, most definitely going to be scared and nerve-sided. So nerve-sided is this thing that one of my clients and her daughter made up. And I don't know if they made it up, but they made it up for me. And they're like, it's like nervous and excited. Shout out to Katie Jones and Minnie. So <laughs> nerve-sided and scared. It's okay that every time you're about to hit a next level of yourself, you're going to be shitting yourself. I'll give you an example. I created a, I haven't even talked about this on the podcast, Social Impact Mastermind, which is starting next week. And it is nine months with six women in business. And it's a business mastermind, business coaching mastermind. I've never done it. But I know that in two years, us building half a million dollar business and growing our social media, growing our podcast in you know, less than two years with what we did, there are some actionable steps that we took. And I was like, I want to take someone on this journey. I want to teach them. I want to give them everything I can so that they can do this. And I was shitting myself when I was about to embark on this business coaching journey with six women in different businesses for nine months. I hadn't done it before, but I knew that I was going to give everything and I know I'm going to give them everything. And I know what I'm doing because we created it in our business. So it's like, I was scared that Will people sign up? And then when a lot of people signed up, shit, will people want to do this? And then when they said, I want to do this, it was like next level, next level, next level. And it's so normal for you to be nervous when you give a fuck about what you're doing. It's so completely normal. And so I really want you to know that you don't need to be perfect and everything's perfect and you feel confident all the time. That's bullshit. Are you human? No, girl, you're going to be shitting yourself. 
You're going to be worried. You're going to be scared. You're going to be doubting. You're like, oh my God, fuck, <gasps> shit. But then you jump and then you do it anyway. So it's like, be scared as fuck, but keep moving. Don't let that fear paralyze and stop you. And so that, that was a massive lesson for me because it always happens. I'm worried. I'm worried. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Then it happens. Boom. Next level me. And I'm like, cool. I can't believe I was worried about that. But of course I was. I had never done that before. <clears throat> Number six. Oh God. Lesson six, you asshole. Okay. Lesson six is an asshole because it's so true. And I don't do this and I need to do this. And it is lesson number six, that I don't slow down anywhere near as much as I can. And that this will be my superpower, which I haven't even scraped the surface of. Okay. I have a confession to make. I suck at slowing down and my husband laughs at me and he knows that I suck at slowing down. And so (laughs) basically meditation does not happen as often as it needs to. Um, sitting in silence, doing nothing, resting, relaxing. I really, really, really don't put it as a priority. Like really, like my secret is out. And I know in my mind, not my body intellectually, I know intellectually that that's where my power is going to be. I know that that's where my power is going to be. And I haven't even scratched the surface. So I really need to make time for meditation, make time to slow down, make time to make that a priority for myself and I have not. And so, and I really feel like when I do, that's going to be my, my juice. Like that's going to be where I, 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 I re-energize, where I find my power, where I, I just feel like it's going to be my next level when I go deep into myself and I do way more of that because I just don't, I just don't put it as a priority and it really needs to be. So meditation slowing down it is the massive one i know i'm gonna be um talking to you guys about some some experiences that i would love to have with some plant medicine um i would really 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 i'm looking forward to it i'll keep you posted um with what i do and when we do this but it's something that i'm really i'm feeling it's calling me it's definitely calling me and i know that i need to slow down and i know that i need to go inside and i know that i need to just bring that slowness to my life and book it in because I don't book that in. I book everything else in. I am doing all the things and I'm good at that. But the thing is, this internal quietness is what needs to come out and, and meditation is going to really give me, if I do more of it, so much more peace and I need that. So thank you, lesson number six. You suck, but you're true. All right, lesson number seven is that I sucked at friendships this year. I did. I sucked at friendships. I'll tell you more about that. And I sucked at keeping in touch with my mom and dad. And I need to do better there. I really need to do better there. I sucked at friendships because I feel torn with how to support my friends. Um, especially when they're going through difficult things. I, You know, Nava's two and a half, my little guy. And I feel like I can't drop everything and run to my friends when they need it. And I would like to. And then I felt like my friends were thinking I was choosing business over them, but it wasn't. It was like, I'm choosing my purpose. Like I have to do this. This is what I was put on this planet to do. And I wasn't good at navigating and communicating how I didn't know how to do it. Does it make sense? Like I was kind of like, 
it wasn't a defense. It was just like, I didn't know how to communicate it with them. Like, Hey, I'm holding space for 250 plus women in my program in 14 countries. I'm holding space for my podcast. I'm holding space for everybody that messages me that I reply to on Instagram. I'm holding space for my kids, like my two and a half year old and my five year old and my husband. I'm holding space for myself and my home. And I'm not doing very good at holding space for myself. And then my friends need it. And then I'm like, shit, I just, I was really shit at it. And I've spoken to some of my friends about it already. Um, and so for me, I just feel like uh, for me, the fix for that is really fine tuning my communication. And my husband is my, my rock, my best. I want to hang out with him all the time. And it's like, I do still want to see my friends, but then he has to take the, the kids and he's wrecked. He already takes a lot. He does so much. He does as much as I do. That's a lie. I do more, but he does almost as much as I do in regards to work and, 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 schedules and children he does a lot with the kids a lot more than I do with the kids and so if I go off and do something it really screws him over and we just haven't worked that out properly because his parents are older and getting them to support us and all that jazz so that's something that I've sucked at and I need to do better and that's my plan and I'm working on how to make that an easier and better more communicative transition and the other part is my mom and dad. I have not called them. I have not spoken to them. I speak to my mom because she calls me. But my dad, I haven't communicated with my dad. And I really realize how much I suck at that. I just do. Like, I just, I remember when I was a kid how my family, you know, it's this old thing that, like, my family never looked after me as a kid. So I just had this deep-seated belief that I don't need anyone. And that, and I said that to my friend because it's definitely what's going on with my friend circle. It's like, I don't need anyone. I don't need to reach out. I don't need to do that. But... It's not cool, you know? And so I really sucked at that relationship with my dad. And my dad's not used to calling his daughter either, you know? So he's he sucks at it. So that's just my lesson that I need to work on this year really badly. Okay, lesson number eight. That you can thrive and change the world even in a pandemic. Oh, my God. I'm doing a whole podcast about how I'm obsessed with COVID and how COVID really helped me. And I'm not saying it disrespectfully because I know people... You know, I have not liked this situation, but COVID was really a call to action for me. COVID was really uh, stop fucking hiding. Stop messing around with what you were doing. Like start doing some shit. All right, car, calm yourself down. So COVID was really, it was really a slap in the face. And for me to go, we put about 60 new clients during the COVID period. Um, we didn't survive. We thrived. I pivoted my fucking face off. We created mini courses. We shifted. We went hard online. We supported our community even more with our weekly hot seat calls. You know, I was I was there. We did fundraisers. We stopped people's payments. We gave people money from the fundraiser. We it's just supported people. And I, I really feel like we thrived. And I couldn't believe that we could thrive in, and change the world during a pandemic. And we, we really did. And that was amazing. Lesson number nine, the family time matters. Yeah, they're making time to be with the kids, to actually be with the kids and be present and have no phone and actually enjoy their young, fast years. That was massive. And that was only because of COVID. We've been home with them. They've been going to childcare the whole time, but we've been home more. I I'm barely in the office. Hamish has stopped doing PT. He's not PTing anymore, personal training. He's just going to do his men's coaching and his shamanic energy work. And so he's been home and we've been home and we've been with our kids and it's just been really beautiful to see them and, and see how much they want our attention and how we're on our phone. And it's just, you know, it's not like we're ignoring our kids, but you can see it, you know, when they're like, mommy. 
I want to talk to you. I want to see you. Let's talk. Let's do this. Look at me. Look at me. And they seek that attention. And you're like, yeah, one minute, one minute. And it's like, I don't want to do that anymore. So that was a really good lesson for me. And lesson number 10, it's okay to be scared when you're going to be bold and you're going to stand up for something. And that if you fuck it up, you can apologize if you do the wrong thing. And this is a direct lesson from the Black Lives Matter movement, from the George Floyd, from every death in America that's happened to black people in Australia, to all the black deaths in custody and the racism around the world. And this is an invitation for you to know that it's okay to be scared when you're going to stand up and do some bold shit. You should be scared. You don't know what you're going to say. You don't know how to do it. You've never done it. But now is not the time for complacency. Now is not the time for silence. We need to come together. And you will fuck it up. That's okay. Look forward to it. And clean it up after. But this really, this lesson for me was, you know, I've been in Australia for 10 years. And I don't know about the Aboriginal culture as much as I could know. I don't know about what was going on with the deaths in custody. I didn't have alliances and and partnerships with Aboriginal communities. And this is all stuff that was available to me before. So this has been such a good thing. I've seen so many of people that I've met now, Aboriginal women's accounts are growing. Black Lives Matter movement is going off globally around the fucking world. Latinos are getting involved. People in Europe are getting involved because it's a skin. It's the skin. Even the black lives in South America, they're fucking getting murdered. And there's so much going on. And so this to me really showed me that there was a place for me to stand up and speak out. And that even though you're scared or I'm scared, whoever's scared, it doesn't matter. It's just like my lesson of fuck what others think. It's what I talk about. FWOT. Like, fuck what you think about me. And fuck what others think. Do the right thing. Yeah, but what if I look like this? I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Do the right thing. Yeah, but I want to do this and my mom doesn't like it. Fuck it. Do the right thing for yourself. So this lesson is tying into fuck what others think. Because anybody who thinks that you're doing the wrong thing or you're wrong or you shouldn't have said that, guess what? You get to be wrong and you get to apologize and you get to fix it up and you don't learn unless you fuck up, you know? So this was big for me and I hope it was big for you because we need to do something. And even if you do the wrong thing, you can fix it up and that'll make you better and you will learn and you will influence and help other people. And that's number 10. I'm going to give you a bonus last one because it's so true the bonus last lesson is that my husband is always right most of the time he's right and I'm so lucky to have him he is an incredible human being and loves with no limits and is so compassionate and so kind and so caring and I just I'm so lucky I realize how blessed I am to have manifested Hamish because I know so many people don't have that that relationship that partnership, that kind of man, that kind of husband, that kind of father, and that kind of best friend. And for that, I am fucking super grateful. So I hope that you enjoyed what I learned in my third to seven years. It's been a big one. Um, It's been a massive year. And I am so grateful to turn 37. I'm so grateful to age. I'm so grateful that I get to live another life, another day. And uh, there's so much amazing shit going to happen and going on this year. So thank you. I love you. Thank you for supporting us in the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If your ass has not left me a review, please, 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 please. You can also go to my website and leave me a voicemail. There's this really cool little button that you can push and it leaves me a voicemail. And you can send me a question so we can have a chat. 
and I can do a podcast for you. I love you guys so much. Look after yourself and I'll see you next week. My darling, we are in wild times right now. And in order for you to manage your mind and boost your immunity and be level-headed instead of panic, I want to invite you to consider online training, to consider joining a community, a sistership where you are going to be held, where you're going to be supported, where you have a safe space to unravel. And with all this time at home, you can actually better your life and work on yourself. Good news as well, I have now done a 12-month payment plan for the online sisterhood. So many women right now are experiencing trouble with their finances, losing their jobs, being single mothers, not knowing when their next money or paycheck is going to come from. And we are navigating that with our current sisterhood members. We are working with every woman that we can in order to support them in these tough times. And I hear you out there saying, I'd love to join the sisterhood, but I can't afford it. I can't afford six payments. So what I've done is made it a year-long program. It's a year-long program with a year-long payment plan. I really, really want you to consider if this is the time for you to join the sisterhood and work on yourself. It is available to you now. Let's do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it, and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey. 